What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Switch Up Sports coming to you on a Friday. It is College Football Friday, the preview before we get into all day of football tomorrow being College Football Saturday. But before we get into any of these games, you already know you got to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as give a like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, and YouTube. This is the College Football Friday special, and I go over three games that either have a great storyline are going to have a bunch of NFL guys playing um, that you'll make sure you want to know their names, you want to know who they are because they will be seeing them on Sundays, or it's just a great matchup. Got three games. We've got Tennessee at Georgia. We've got Miami at Clemson. And we've got Virginia Tech at North Carolina. So where I'm going to start off is I'm going to start between the hedges where Tennessee takes on Georgia as a 14th ranked team traveling to play the third ranked team. So both at a 2-0 record, Tennessee did win against uh, Missouri. They won 35-12 as well as against South Carolina, 31-27. Now Georgia came off a very impressive win last week in with they beat a very tough and top-seeded Auburn team. They were ranked inside the top 10, a 27-6 blowout, as well a 37-10 victory over Arkansas. Now, what I'm expecting to see in this game is I expect to see that dominant Georgia defense, as well as their running back by committee, really control the pace of this game. We've got a sophomore in Zamir White and a junior James Cook in the backfield for the Bulldogs. They are doing a phenomenal job. They really you know, they keep the tempo, they keep the pace of the game in Georgia's favor. They've got a dominant defense that gets a ton of rest. Um, they are on the sidelines for a long time. They come out fully refreshed. So that way that offense uh, for Georgia comes right back out. Those running backs take control. They take charge. Uh, they eat a lot of time up off the clock. And when that defense hits back out to the field, they are absolutely dominant. They're flying around the ball. They create a lot of problems and put a lot of pressure um, right from the get go. So I think it's going to be kind of the same. I think the senior Jarrett uh, Gorontamo is going to have a lot of issues uh, tomorrow. I think it's going to be a situation where it's going to be kind of like that Auburn game. I think it's going to be, you know, a a 30 to 10, um, you know, another 27-7 type situation. Um, It is a 42 and a half point um, over under. I like the under, but I do like Georgia at minus 12 and a half. I think it's a game that they absolutely dominate. Um, I just don't think that Tennessee's offense is good enough to get past this this dominant, dominant Georgia defense. And as well as I don't think Georgia's going to like absolutely, um, you know, get a track team out there. I don't think they're going to score left and right. I think it is a slow play. I think they get up and they just kind of keep the lead, burn a lot of clock. I do like Georgia in this one in a very impressive victory. I like Georgia with the points, but I don't like the over. I'm taking the under on it. Now, where I get to with the Miami traveling on the road to play the top-seeded team in the nation in Clemson. Miami has looked impressive in their two victories. They looked absolutely dominant when they beat up on FSU as well as they did play Louisville. That was a ranked uh, matchup as well. That was a very dominant win for them. But you've got on the other side of the field, you are playing against the number one team in the nation. In Clemson, they looked Very, very good in every single time they've appeared. They dominated that game against UVA uh, last Saturday. It was a situation where it ended up being 
closer than it really should have been. Um, at the end, it's just, you know, UVA kind of kind of couple uh, garbage time scores, but Clemson better on every aspect than every single team that they've played as of yet. And at the end of the day, there's NFL bodies everywhere on this team. You're going to have a lot of that with this Miami team as well. Their defense, their they're forcing a ton of turnovers like they do. The start of the turnover chain started back in 2017, where they are third in terms of most takeaways since that time. But the only problem is Miami is not converting on those. They score roughly, it's anywhere from 50 to 60% of the time when they're in opposing, when they're in the opponent's territory after a turnover. So their offense is not doing great after they get those turnovers, after they take the ball away, they get an extra possession and they're just not capitalizing on that. I think they have to do a little bit more to even have a chance in this Clemson game. But the problem is, is this Clemson team, they don't really turn the ball over. It's a situation where, you know what, Lawrence, He's, he's looking absolutely phenomenal. I don't think he plays this entire game. I think he probably plays most most of the way. I'd probably say he comes out middle of the third. Um, I think this is going to be an absolute dominant victory for Clemson. This is a ranked matchup for them. It's a top-seeded Miami team, but I think Clemson likes to put their foot on the gas, likes to have this as a statement when Dabo Sweeney is going to have them fired up. They're going to have the nice, the, the inspiring um, purple pants out as the Hey, this is a this is a big level game. I think they put their foot on the gas and I from right from the coin toss. I think they definitely get it going. This is their moment to really make a, a statement and say, hey, look, we're here to win and we're really here to dominate. Clemson, a two touchdown favorite. I do like Clemson with the points. Now the overs at 62 and a half. I think that's a bit extreme. I don't know if it really gets that much, but I do like Clemson uh, to win in this one. I think it's kind of a 40, 40 to 21 type situation. Um, I do like the under on 62 and a half. I just think that Clemson's going to have their backups in. I don't think that gets anywhere close, but I do like Clemson with the points. Now to our final, in terms of our three matchup key games that I like to talk about, we've got Virginia Tech on the road at North Carolina, another ranked matchup. We've got the 19th seeded Virginia Tech in North Carolina to play the eighth ranked Tar Heels. This is a situation where, again, you're seeing two undefeated teams going at each other. Virginia Tech has won 38-31 over Duke, as well as 45-24 over North Carolina State. Now, North Carolina, they beat Boston College 26-22, as well as Syracuse 31-6. They are a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The key in this one is their defense in terms of stopping the run. Khalil Herbert on the other side of the ball for Virginia Tech is absolutely phenomenal. He is averaging 12 yards a rush in the two games. He's had 26 rushes for 312 yards and three touchdowns. He is an animal. He's a guy who's going to be playing on Sundays. He's a great pickup, a very dependable back. So really, the key to North Carolina having to win this one, it's going to come down to defense. They've In their two games, they've allowed 170 yards rushing. That is going to be a key for them. They're going to have to they're going to have to stop Khalil. They're going to have to shut him down because otherwise, um, I think it could be a situation where Braden Burmeister, he's a junior at the helm for Virginia Tech. It's a situation where if Khalil gets running the ball, it's going to open up that play action. And I think North Carolina defense can be torched with that. So it has to stop the run, force Braden, or I'm sorry, force Braxton to to really throw the ball, get that victory, 
Because otherwise, if you really let Khalil run and keep getting a 12-yard average, it's going to be a very, very long game for the Tar Heels. And I don't like that at all. But on the opposite side of the ball, you've got a situation where North Carolina can run the ball as well. They do kind of have an interesting... uh, I really can't even put it as interesting. It's a very even balanced attack. Um, But really the biggest problem for North Carolina is Sam Howell has thrown three touchdowns, but he's also thrown three interceptions. I think if that's another one of those types games, Virginia Tech honestly has the edge because if they're able to rush the ball well and they're able to force it, you know, one, maybe two turnovers and kind of steal away a possession from North Carolina, Virginia Tech has definitely got a chance in this one. We've got the over at 59 and UNC is favored by four and a half. I got to say, I like Virginia Tech in this one. I don't like um, I don't like the over. I think it's a situation where it's going to end up being a very clock-eaten-up game. I think this is going to be a very fast game. It's going to be a lot of running. It's going to be a situation where Khalil is going to really be controlling this game. And on the opposite side, Michael Carter, it's two, it's two seniors going at each other. They're two guys that will be playing on Sundays. I like Khalil a little bit more, and that's why I'm giving Virginia Tech the edge. Now, we do have an extra game in there as it is Red River Rivalry Week here between the University of Texas and the University of Oklahoma. It's going to be a very, very interesting matchup. You've got the over at 72. OU is favored by two and a half. This is a situation where whoever has the ball last is going to win this one. I got to say, Texas is still the ranked program. OU's coming off back-to-back losses in in Big 12 conference play for the first time in decades. Texas definitely has the edge on this one in terms of who has the better talent out there on the field. You do have a very, very young roster for OU. They're going through a rebuild, and really it's not even that much of a rebuild. It's just a bunch of freshman kids that are starting right now. I got to say... It's going to come down to the, the last possession. I like the over. I think this is going to have no defense played at all. This is going to be a track meet. It's a situation. Like I said earlier, whoever possesses the ball last. Um, Spencer Rattler is, you know, he was a number one guy coming out of Arizona. He has shown that he that he can that he can play. But the situation is over time. In the last two games, it's been a situation where his stats looked good, but his on-field play didn't look that great. This could be a situation where OU could really take the helm. The freshman talent can really step up to play, but I'm not banking on that. I think Texas is determined. They've played bad back-to-back weeks, and I think OU, it's not really that they've played that terrible. They're just a young team. They haven't really adapted yet. That's not really full go. I like Texas in this one with a slight edge, but if in terms of the over, I like the over at 72, and it's going to be an absolute track meet. This one, whoever possesses the ball last, is definitely going to get the edge in this one. So that is our college football breakdown of three games. We had Tennessee going to play inside the hedges in Georgia as a 14-3 matchup. You've got Miami traveling to Clemson as a seven seed going up against the top team in the country. And you've got the 19th seed Virginia Tech going on the road to play North Carolina as an eight seed. And in those games, I like Georgia, Clemson, and Virginia Tech. And with the bonus pick, I'm taking Texas in the Red River rivalry game. It's going to be a very, very, 
Very good showdown. A lot of offensive play. And that's really the scoop. On a college football Friday, I'm super pumped for tomorrow. All day worth of football in a great Great matchup all day. Even you, there's another game out there. Florida's traveling on the road to play um, a ranked Texas A&M team. I think that game will be very good. I do like Florida with the points. That one may be a blowout, uh, but what's really going on? It's going to be an awesome Saturday of football, and you know as well, you gotta tune in tomorrow afternoon slash kind of evening night as we've got an NFL preview of Week Five going tomorrow on the live show on Instagram and YouTube, but you already know if you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, you Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and if you got to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and YouTube, you'll always be able to stay up to date and catch along as the live show is tomorrow. So stay tuned in, be ready for the NFL Week 5 preview and picks to get ready for your NFL Sunday. That's what we do, but on today is the College Football Friday special. I'm going to let you guys enjoy the rest of your night as well as get ready for an all-day worth of college football tomorrow as well as live show. But that is it for me. That's how we do it. As you already know, you got to pop in your headphones, lace up your shoes, but then you got to switch up because this is Switch Up Sports. All right, guys, you take it easy, and I will see you tomorrow for NFL Week 5 Preview. Take it easy.